Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, Alex. Hello, Lisa. This is being recorded on Friday lunchtime, everyone, and we're much perkier than we would have been if we recorded yesterday, I think. Oh, absolutely. Much perkier today. Yes. I cried so many times yesterday. Oh, don't tell me that. But today's okay. I've done lots of things today. I've filmed my day basically since I woke up. The listeners are absolutely loving it. Everyone wanted content, so I'm like, okay. My sister's loving it and I just, she was like, please keep this up. And I was like, well, probably not forever, but we'll definitely just publish some chaotic shit this weekend. The dog just walked in, for fuck's sake. How was your week before, before the situation? (laughs) I don't even remember. Is there anything pre-lockdown announcement? I don't want to talk about it too much, but I was just truly, I was blindsided this time around. Like I, I, I was uh, true. Everyone had to have been. It was like literally 24 hours. We had donut day, which was apparently not donut day, I think, that they no one reported and that's why it was. Anyway, I'm just, I was fine and thinking that things were sort of going to be getting back to normal, maybe. Yeah, same. Yeah. We all had false hope, clearly. Mm. I got mm-hmm. to go to the movies for the first time in, I don't know, 18 Whoa. months. How long what? was it? Yeah, I saw Black Widow. Do you watch movies? What's up with you? You keep I watching don't... all these movies. Yeah, I know. I've been like watching more movie content of late, but it's, I'm not usually a movie watcher, but I do quite like, I don't quite like, but like I'm kind of into the Marvel series because I kind of get it and it feels like I'm. You're guess... in on something. It's the same as why people like Harry Potter, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I went and saw Black Widow and that was quite good, but it was like extraordinarily action-packed, like way more action-packed than every other Marvel movie and like a lot less funny. Mm. So that was fine. I liked the makeup and I liked the um, beauty trends in it. Like they had fun nails and I was like, mm. this is really of the now. And they also bought in, I know it was set in like Russia or like Eastern Europe, but the Actresses all had like the strong like European under eye smoked out wing situation Mm. happening, which is also very popular like in the fashion world at the moment. So I thought there was some really interesting beauty parallels, which is cool to see. Interesting. That's all I have to say. Okay. Well, then let's move into beauty news. Sure. Uh, That's the tea on that. Quick one. Start us off. Mm. Sam from Pixie Woo got married. I didn't realise she wasn't already. Well, she has been married before. Mm. Oh, actually, no, sorry, she hasn't. She had a partner that she's got her two daughters with, but they were never married and then they separated. She looked beautiful. She looks younger than she's ever looked before. Seriously, they both of them age backwards. Oh, my God. It's incredible. But, yeah, and, and I liked that Nick walked her down the aisle. Just so sweet, so wholesome, but <laughs> not relevant if you don't know them. So, sorry. Something else that we need to discuss. We're not happy. I understand. Bro2 has launched Tufa, which is like a two-in-one shampoo body wash situation in their men's skincare line. And while I absolutely understand it, I do not endorse it because I hate the fact that men are such archaic wildebeests that they physically couldn't use a different product for their body than their hair and I really reject the idea and I understand that that's like what 
the marketing gets people to do. But I thought that I thought that GoTo was above that or BroTo, but I thought they were as well. But I did think it was interesting that I think this might be the first product that they've launched in the BroTo line that isn't just a replication of something that exists in the GoTo line. Yes, yes, and also fucking genius by them because everyone knows how much product a man would squirt onto their hand to be like, mm, I'm going to wash my face and my armpits and my ball sack with this and then like that $40 face wash or whatever it costs will just get washed down the drain like because they've used it all over their body. So that's fucking genius of them. I get it. But gross. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's all on that. I agree. I, I whole, wholly reject the idea but also think it's genius that they've done it. What have you written Kylie for? Well, I heard this week that Kylie Cosmetics is coming to Mecca and I didn't know that. Oh. Yes. And also on newness at Mecca, in Mecca stores this week, there was Mecca Max Skincare, which is launching as well. What? Yes. I didn't hear about that at all. Yes. So I have been sleeping on, you know, rumoured new launches. I also didn't know that I saw on like Chit Chat or somewhere that, and I don't know how to say it, is it Jisoo or Gisu is launching oh, I think at it's, Mecca? I think it's Gisu, but I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I made that up in my head. Yes. Is launching at Mecca 2. Wow. So, so many new brands. Makes yeah. sense that they would launch Kylie Cosmetics after having the skin range, yes. I guess. But I wonder if my... they'll have a gondola. Like, I can't imagine Kylie having a gondola. Does Kylie have a gondola anywhere? Is it, are they sold in Ulta? Because I can imagine it in Ulta, but I can't uh, imagine it anywhere else. Yes, very true. I don't know if they're in Ulta, but yes, that's... And yeah. I imagine an Ulta gondola lends itself to a Mecca or Mecca Maxima store, so I can see it, but I'm just bamboozled by it. I also, it definitely does make sense. They've already got Kylie skin to have Kylie cosmetics, but in my head, they're so different. Yeah. No, like, they are. Kylie skin to me is as different as KKW Beauty is from Kylie cosmetics. So yeah. I'm kind of shocked at the same time. And yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, it's very clear that in the last sort of two issues, years, Mecca are listening to what the people want, which is Morphe, which is, you know, expanding Mecca Max to have this really cheap price point and having beauty accessible to everyone and really getting into that younger demographic. It is important, and that was the purpose that Mecca Max always was meant to serve, but the issue was that the the lower high-end brands, the lower, the brands that weren't prestige that were still high-end beauty were still too expensive yes. once you brought in the conversion and everything. Mm-hmm than yeah than Kylie was I think even like Too Faced is very much a young brand but even in America that's not cheap beauty regardless no. of by the time you add all of the conversion so I do think it it's nice for them to have a achievable approachable entry-level product and then also have the like oh okay but I want this for Christmas I want my Morphe sponge when I'm shopping with my friends oh, but for so Christmas true. they're I gonna fucking kill Christmas this year bread. yeah um, whilst we're talking about new things as well, I was very surprised to see on Cult Beauty this week they've launched Charlotte Tilbury skincare refills, which I thought was quite cool. They Ooh. look like they're in little yogurt tubs. It's like the magic cream and the eye cream, oh. and it's literally in a little plastic tub that you like peel the lid off, literally like, like petim yum. Like yes, like exactly like a petim yum, but full of expensive skincare. <laughs> oh my god, you literally have to the day that you decant it, make sure that whatever's left on like the lid and the thing is your application for that day you would need to use one of those like tiny baking spatulas that people use to scoop out Nutella jars yes exactly <laughs> what I had in my head yeah yeah and also whilst we're talking about newness I may as well also add into this conversation that 
did you see that Way has launched a leave-in conditioner in collaboration with Byredo in the Mojave Ghost scent? No. Isn't that the smell <laughs> that you like in your hair? Yes. And I'm going to buy it because it's on Cult Beauty and it's also on the Way website and it's also in Sephora US. But the issue is that Way and Sephora US, you can't get to Australia, but Cult yeah. Beauty, you can. That is so cool. Damn. I know. What a nice collab. They already launched the dry shampoo scent, mm-hmm. uh, which was a different Byredo fragrance. I can't remember which one. So nice to see them continue to expand the line. I'm totally here for it. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. If I used a leave-in conditioner, I'd be on that. Yes, well, I don't use regular conditioner. I only use leave-in conditioner because fine brown untreated hair doesn't really need hydration. It's just to make it easier to blow dry. Yeah, I was going to say mine would be wet. It would remain wet. Yeah. Uh, Next up in beauty news, I'm sure everyone has already heard this, but Rihanna, founder of Fenty Skin and Everything Beauty, is officially... Savage by Fenty. What else is there? Just her music. Oh, that that chestnut. (laughs) And also her new fragrance line. Yeah. She is now a billionaire. The first, the second female billionaire, oh, no, not, sorry, she's not the second female billionaire. She's the second richest female behind Oprah Winfrey, and she's worth $1.7 billion, making her the wealthiest female musician. So there you go. Wow, Oprah really is rich. I know. Apparently the bulk of Rihanna's fortune, $1.4 billion of the 1.7, is related to her beauty line, which fucking goes to show why you would expand into beauty. Savage um, by Fenty, which is the lingerie, is only worth $270 million. A mega $270 million in comparison. That's the first thing that she launched with too. That's the oldest brand, isn't it? Savage was before... Beauty, Fenty Beauty. Wow. I also saw this Instagram story the other day and I can't remember the facts of it, which kind of makes what I'm discussing absolutely redundant. But it basically said, like, people don't realise the difference between millionaires and billionaires. And it was like billionaires are this times richer than a millionaire. They're like a million times richer. One million millions is a billion. They are a million millionaires. (laughs) Yeah, and that, I was just, I got this weird feeling in my stomach where, I was, you know, when you, like, hear something that you can't compute? Comprehend. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's always that sum of, like, you know, three billionaires in the world is, like, the entire other rest of the world's wealth or something. Make it that stop. Shit is Make it fucked. stop. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm really hoping that the vaccine lottery comes in because the chance of winning a million dollars just sounds amazing. Please <laughs> let me be a millionaire. That reminds me, next time you hear from me, I'm going to be um, a hot, fully vaxxed girl. Can oh, you believe? that happened to me this week. I didn't mention that. That was something positive this week. I got vaccinated. And Woo! I booked Brenton in tomorrow, so. Forcing him. <laughs> well, guys, I encourage you, if you feel passionate about people you know getting vaccinated, here's the thing. Brenton wouldn't do it because he said he wouldn't be the first of his friends. And I said, that's fucking stupid. Secondly. <laughs> that's actually the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It is. But then my, I was talking to my friend Molly and she literally said the same. She was like, oh, yeah, Justin's going to get it like when more people have it. And it's like, well, if everyone thought that. No one will be vaccinated. And the whole thing is we'll be out of this hellhole when everyone's vaccinated. So, Well, for the couple of thousand of people that we have influence over, we are officially the friend of yours that is the first to be vaccinated. So you're welcome. You can now go and get it. We're safe. Yeah. I booked in at 8.30 in the morning and I was 
in at 10.15. I happened to check on the day where they must have released all of the Box Hill Hospital appointments. And it was so, so good. good. How surprising and delightful. Literally a surprise <laughs> and delight. I felt like that day I had been the most productive I'd ever done. Like I woke up, I booked in, I went for a run, I got vaccinated and I was like, this is the best day ever. Yeah. The hyper productivity yeah. engaged. Speaking of millions and billions, cult beauty. Mm-hmm. Thanks to M. Cecile for dropping this into our inbox. I'm sure we would have seen it before we collated the news for the week anyway because we're professionals. I absolutely would have missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, Cult Beauty was acquired by the British e-commerce company, The Hut Group, or THG. They were purchased for £275 million, which, to be honest, doesn't seem like a lot compared to Rihanna and the fact that it's Cult Beauty. Personally surprised it wasn't more. But they were bought out. They had two private shareholders, Alexia Inge and Mark Quinn Newell, who was the co-founder of Net-A-Porter, Net-A-Porter, Net-A-Porter. Yeah. yeah, which is very interesting. And apparently the reason that THG decided to buy Cold Beauty, other than the fact that they had 275 million pounds was that they liked that Cult Beauty has the partnerships with independent beauty labels. And they said that two thirds of their brands have no other presence on existing THG beauty sites. Mm. So there you go. Uh, apparently the company predicts that following the transition that they will help Colt Beauty increase their beauty sales from 60 million pounds a year uh, to 140 million pounds within 18 to 24 months. So they they reckon they're going to double and then some their sales, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Next up, Rare Beauty finally launched at Sephora Australia. I know we've been talking about it for 800 years and it's here. Thank God we can stop now. Yes, officially we can stop. If anyone wants us to try anything from Rare Beauty, please let us know. Do you know what I think we should do? What? Lisa and Alex go shopping live, I mean, in 2024 when that's an available option for us, uh, and we can check out the Rare Beauty Gondola first impressions, film it, and then maybe buy one or two items. Please, let's. That sounds very fun. And final piece of beauty news this week, have you seen that YSL is releasing a new line, a skin tint line called New N-U? No. Yes. So they have a new, this is going to be a very difficult segment. (laughs) They have released the new Bare Look Skin Tint, which is a skin tint foundation valued at 38 US dollars, which is very interesting because this seems to be a much more affordable price point for YSL Beauty. So tick. Yeah. It's a water cream texture for a dewy complexion with 24 hour hydration, they say, glycerin, hyaluronic acid, only 20 shades, which we're not particularly surprised but the range does look to be quite broad they go Mm -hmm. from very fair to very deep so there's just not quite as many in the middle I would Mm -hmm. say and they also have a pore minimizing priming mattifier a balm priming moisturizer complexion corrector and booster and a hydrating spray so a full new line and it's all in that very affordable around the $30 price point Interesting. It's very clear that that's where things are going, hey? Skin tints ahoy, and it's got packaging that pretty much looks exactly like the Aero Perez uh, foundation. Ooh, it does. In, yeah, the tube with the twisty top. Yes. Yep. I think that's it for beauty news this week. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. This week we have a Laquo, and for the life of me, I can't find in our DMs who asked it because... I accidentally blew up our DMs when I said, do you want to see stupid shit? And people have been responding. So I cannot for the life of me find out. I'm so sorry. But obviously, if you're listening, you'll know who it was because I said, yes, we'll talk about it this week. But it was basically, what are your favorite vitamin C serums? 
Oh, mine's the Liberty Bell vitamin C. Mm, what's Bright the star. Product name. Okay. And that's not a serum technically. Is it a lightweight moisturizer and you use it as a serum? No, it's, t- I think it's technically a serum. Oh, it is. Okay. They have another product that contains vitamin C. And when I was there, they recommended, because I said, I hate the texture of all vitamin C serums. And I think they said to me, oh, this is like a lightweight vitamin C moisturizer, but you could use it as a serum because it won't give you that like kind of tacky vitamin C feeling texture. That is what it is. It says that it's an advanced brightening cream. So you are right. It's not It's not a serum. It has a very light texture though. Yeah. I will agree with them on that. And the other one that I have is the Mecca Vitamin C Serum. I like that one too. But I have to say, I am i don't think my skin really loves vitamin C that much. I think it makes me a little bit irritated. So whilst they're good to have, they're not, they're not like the holy grail thing that I like have to have at all times in my collection. I agree. So I am very picky with vitamin C serums because I really don't like the texture of pretty much all of them where they they dry down and they have like a tackiness to them. Basically, I don't really like any serum that's mm. not a hydrating serum because I either want something to be oily or like slippy jelly like a hydrating serum. Mm. I don't really like niacinamide serums. I don't really like vitamin C serums because they all dry down and make my skin feel tight and I have to then like layer an oil or something over the top of it which is why my personal favourite is CEO Glow from Sunday Riley, which yeah. I happily use every morning and have no complaints about. The yeah. thing is it's in an oil formula, so it's not going to be as strong as another mm-hmm. vitamin C, but I'm not one of those people that puts vitamin C on and sees its beaming radiance. Same. I have some concerns about pigmentation and sun damage, but I figure a little bit's going to go a long way along with other you know, brightening ingredients that I'm using, so I'm not overly concerned. And so for me, CEO Glow is in a formula that I enjoy, but I have a list of other vitamin Cs that I tolerate, etc. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind the for the cheapest, the Mecca vitamin C, I agree. It did have that kind of typical vitamin C texture, but it wasn't too slippy or gritty. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes in at like 50 or 60 bucks, which is yeah. truly one of the cheapest I could find. I wanted to do a shout out to the La Roche-Posay Pure Vitamin C 10. That's yeah. really popular amongst a lot of people. Ironically, it's like, you know, drugstore, but it's it's more expensive than the Mecca one. It's 70-ish dollars, but it's a French pharmacy, great formula. And you can always get it on sale at Chemist Warehouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... I actually did use for a while their CEO from Sunday Riley, the normal one, not in the oil formula. This is my favorite serum Serum. texture in vitamin C form because it's almost like a lotion and it also uses THD instead of ascorbic acid, which means that it doesn't oxidize as fast. You get like 12 to 18 months out of a bottle instead of it starting to degrade kind of like three months in. And it was just a really non-sticky, tacky formula. I personally hate Sea Firma from Drunk Elephant. I know that's a really popular one. I find mm. it incredibly sticky and it gives me that feeling like I've just freshly fake tanned. I do not enjoy. Mm. Another one that I wanted to shout out is the Dr. Dennis Gross Professional Grade IPL Dark Spot Serum. And I think that this one is a good one to shout out for that reason. It's great for dark spots because it contains licorice root, which is brightening lactic acid to exfoliate and vitamin C. So if you're wanting glow from your vitamin c maybe do ceo glow because it's going to give you literally that oily glow and it's got a bit of vitamin c but if you're wanting it to specifically target pigment go for something like the dr dennis also there's a massive cult following behind skin ce ferulic and i think that's it's like high price point but it's probably in line ish with dr dennis and i just know that that's got absolute cult reviews and the only reason i haven't tried it is because 
I don't really like vitamin C serums, so I don't want to drop the money on me not liking it. I bought the yeah. Dr. Dennis one and I like have to force myself to use it because it smells hammy and it feels tacky and I don't like it, but I know it's doing good things for my skin. So that's a wrap up of things that we'd recommend that you buy. And they're all good depending on your preferences and the reason why you're using a vitamin C serum, I guess. Yeah. Great. Minor shout out whilst we're finishing this segment to the Sunday Riley CEO moisturizer as well, which for my skin, I find probably contains marginal benefits for vitamin C, but doesn't irritate my skin and feels nice and nourishing. So I would also recommend this. Yeah. You're getting like antioxidant protection from it, surely to some degree, but it's not going to like intensely brighten any pigment that you have concerns about. Yes. It's working. So who cares? Agreed. Next up, are we going to do a beauty breakdown? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What kind of sorcery is this? We're absolutely doing a beauty breakdown. So this beauty breakdown came from Fitzroy who asked us in our DMs about beauty supplements, specifically because she wanted to hear an update from me about whether or not I'm still using the Beauty Chef Glow, Daily Glow. Collagen something, something, something? It's not collagen. It's just a supplement. It's just a beauty supplement. And she also said, what is it that we look for in supplements? And then from there, Lisa's done some deep dive research on collagen and how we feel about it in beauty supplements. So we'll go into that next. So it's like a LaCroix meets beauty breakdown, I guess. So, yes, I'm still using the Beauty Chef every single day. I put it in my smoothie in the morning. It makes my smoothie taste good. It's a very nice powder that dissolves very quickly, and I like it not for the results that I'm seeing in my skin, but more so because of the fact that it has a good blend of prebiotics and probiotics, and that's why I'm choosing to use it because, for me, gut health is really important, and I'm trying to nourish my flora, and to do that, you need prebiotics and probiotics. There is a difference between the two. The prebiotics feed the probiotics and they come from resistant starches. So things like sweet potato, cooked and cooled white rice um, and other starchy vegetables. So that is the portion that I like that's in the Beauty Chef as a prebiotic. And then for the probiotic benefits of it, I just think it's good to get good diversity. And that's the main reason that I still use it. It's low FODMAP as well, which is something that I look for. And it's really hard to find because a lot of prebiotics by nature are highly fermentable. And so yes. I don't tolerate most prebiotics. Yes, but this one's totally fine. And in terms of the benefits that I've seen from my skin, I would say the main thing that I notice personally is that my skin feels more hydrated when I use it than when I don't use it. And I don't know whether that is 
correlation or causation. But if I do skip it for a week or for some reason, like if I travel and I don't take it with me, I do notice that my skin feels just like less plump, more dehydrated. And that's my anecdotal evidence. I don't think that it's changed my world, but I'm very happy to add it in for like my beauty regime and like as a supplement, totally comfortable with that. Should we talk about collagen in beauty products? I mean, beauty supplements and how we feel about it? Yeah. So there's been a lot of argy-bargy about collagen topically and taking it in supplements about whether it actually does anything for the skin. And up until quite recently, there really hasn't been any evidence proving that it does anything. It's not like there was necessarily anything against it. It's just there wasn't enough research to suggest that it actually was beneficial. Yeah. But given that it's been such a trend over the last three or so years, there's actually quite a number of studies. So I looked at a couple of... We should... Med- oh, before you go into that, <laughs> I wanted to say the purpose of the collagen in the beauty supplements is meant to be that because your skin contains collagen, the theory behind it is that you are supplementing collagen production or the decrease in collagen production, which happens with age by taking it internally or applying it topically. So mm-hmm. that's the theory behind it. Just wanted to add that. Yeah. So it's not necessarily as as straightforward as that, but there are quite a number of meta-analysis and I basically just went through and picked any of the studies that were like from the last two years and had looked at a lot of studies and compared them all together so that I didn't have to go and look through every single individual study and look <laughs> at the like, you know, how many participants and whatever I let, you know, the study do that for me. Yeah. Anyway, basically everything's looking at hydrolyzed collagen and there was things that were discussing like the smaller the collagen particles, like the better your body is able to receive it and all these things. And it like all of it was like a tiny bit overwhelming and a little bit too far for me. But basically mm-hmm. there is resounding evidence that shows that collagen does improve the skin. Okay. So in the meta-analysis, mm-hmm. a grouped analysis of studies showed favorable results for hydrolyzed collagen supplementation compared with placebo in terms of skin hydration, elasticity, and wrinkles. Yep. The findings of improved hydration and elasticity were also confirmed in the subgroup meta-analysis. Based on results, ingestion of hydrolyzed collagen for 90 days is effective in reducing skin aging as it reduces wrinkles and improves skin elasticity and hydration. Hmm. Also, another study that I read showed that it seemed like the benefits continued for four weeks after the treatment. And there was also a study that I read that was on elderly patients in hospital and it showed that their skin was less compromised and they were having less tears. That's great. That's really good to know. It does do things to your skin, which is very interesting. Also, there was studies that looked at its tropical application and, again, it was actually seen to have beneficial effects. Let me just see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. So another study just mentioned oral ingestion of hydrolyzed collagen increases the level of collagen-derived peptides in the blood torrent, improves the skin's properties such as elasticity, skin moisture, and transepidermal water loss. Yep. It's also shown that it can assist in joint pain and supporting joint health as well. And apparently in taken with conjunction with vitamin C, approximately an hour before exercise, it can also reduce joint pain related to exercise and movement. And this is from research that Marika Day did. Yeah. I trust that it's uh, legit if she's yeah. done the research for me. And also 10 grams a serve is what you need for it to be therapeutically beneficial. For skin, how do you know? That's what she said. Oh, okay. Skin and joint health. Oh, okay, cool. 
Also, it says that hydrolyzed collagen has been identified as a safe cosmetic ingredient for tropical formulations with good moisturizing properties at the stratum corneum layer of the skin. Hmm. It reduces the effects of skin aging, dryness, laxity, and wrinkles. So it's, I think, important to note that putting collagen on your skin is not necessarily going to cause more collagen to happen. Yes. But it, it has like antioxidant pro- properties and hydrating properties and does do that. It's also important to know that putting vitamin C on your skin is also collagen boosting. So I guess why not do like a C plus collagen product together? Sounds great to me. Yep. Well, that's a nice little breakdown. We actually did the research this week. (laughs) Should we move into what your beauty fave was this week? Yeah. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? My beauty fave this week was a late entrance and Mm. it is Ameliorate. Oh, Everyone's okay. favorite stinky exfoliating moisturizer. I used it last night because I planned on fake tanning today and my skin quality was, how you say, very poor. <sighs> it is just so dry and crusty. And I also feel like I've got lots of little bumpies. Like I've kind of got a little bit of that fine downy hair, like causing little bumps. Yeah. No, but do mean. I own a scrub to get rid of them? No. So I did my best. But you I- do own a dry body brush, which you refuse to use. <laughs> yes i keep i need to move it to the bathroom it's in my bedside table yes i absolutely need to sort that out anyway so i used my mecca body exfoliating wash and then i used ameliorate last night and i've been using the mecca body exfoliating moisturizer as well which i also really do enjoy and i keep mm. almost making it my beauty fave but things pip it but i do think there's something about the ameliorate because it has the lactic acid that's hydrating in itself as well as the exfoliation. So I find that it's a little bit more hydrating. Like when I got in the shower this morning and washed it off, I was like, oh, my skin, like my hand like slid off it instead of like getting grazed by the scabs on my hips. Yeah, nice. So I really do love it, even though it's stanky. And I think it's a tiny bit superior to the Mecca one, but the Mecca one is more enjoyable to use because it smells nicer. Yes. I still haven't bought Ameliorate or I've tried it because I had your dregs. Yes, but did you not like it? It didn't do much for me, mm. which is interesting, but I would be I'm I'm kind of keen to try it again and I still really want to pick up the Mecca body lotion cuz you raved about that and I did try it once at yours as well and I felt lovely afterwards. But still loving my Sanceuticals, which I'm going to claim that I sold out on Mecca. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely wasn't me. But still loving that. What's your uh, beauty fave? My beauty fave this week is my new face. Oh, good girl, you've been using it. I have been using New Face 5 times a week because that's what's recommended by professionals. I also repurchased the primer gel to use with it because I was reading about buying alternatives because a lot of people use aloe vera gel yeah. um, as an alternative, but I had recently seen that the founder of New Face had said, like, there's not enough ionizing particles in the aloe for it to have the same effect as if you use the New Face gel. Like it's causing your face not to be shocked, but it hasn't got the like formula that's intended to actually help the current. Is that kind of what yeah, you're getting Yeah, I at? think the current's just not quite as like strong because there's not as many like particles that pass the current through to the skin. Yeah, I'm like so baffled by new face and microcurrent and like it's one of those things that I kind of don't understand, like fax machines. <laughs> I was thinking about that in relation to radio the other day. Oh, yes, and I on Love Island they How? were saying – like when you're on the phone, like how is your voice there, but it's also in another country? <sighs> That's like radio. Yeah. I don't understand how you can live transmit sound through the air, through the air, through the universe into someone's car. Yeah. 
or house. And there's like not, it's not all like, well, it is kind of wired in, but it's also not really wired in. Like, mm-hmm. what are radio waves? Are they going through us all? I don't really understand. All the time? From everywhere? And also, here's the thing. <laughs> I want to scan a document in because I need to scan a document in. Everything has to be plugged in so perfectly. It's a whole fucking nightmare. Everyone knows how hard it is to set up a printer or set up a scanner. Meanwhile, for the longest time, we've had these fax machines where you can send all of the information like a scan, but without putting it on any computer across the world and just have it print out. And if that person has paper in their fax machine, they don't even like need to consent. You just like send it over and it just like pops right out. They don't know what's coming. Like you could send a dick pic via yeah. a fax, vintage style. I am, faxes are superior to any form of like... <laughs> I don't understand. Phones, faxes, radio, I'm with you. I don't compute. And microcurrent devices. And microcurrent. (laughs) Anyway, I have been using it for two weeks. I'm going to press on and I took some before photos and specifically I wanted to see whether I could target this area around my jowls and like the lower part of my mouth because we were talking about getting PDO threads done for fun for the pod still open to it if you guys are interested but it's going to happen post Lisa's wedding because like no neither of us want to like Jacqueline Hill ourselves right before Lisa's wedding and so I've been using the new face to see whether I could get some results there I'm going to check back in in a few weeks time but I have to say the instant results from the new face are insane the lift that I get from my cheekbones and the way that it causes like this little indentation right under my cheek to like really suck it in and firm it up because I have quite like voluminous cheeks mm-hmm. is insane and I love it I'm very happy with it. exact results I was wanting from my sculpture as well right maybe it's you that... should have used a new face no but it's that it's that lift of the cheek the firmness that little bit of shadow I yeah. have a gaunt face so I actually needed to like add some like that's true cushioning you know yeah. but I think it, it, we're we're striving for the same thing we just want high cushiony plump cheekbones like we had five to seven years ago and that sun damage has sadly eroded and you know any bit of salt or excess liquid in your body is yeah. going straight to that area so totally totally get the results you're after and like how good that you can use something even if New face devices don't work long-term. It's pretty much proven that they do with consistent use. Yeah. Even if you just did it before you went out for special occasions for that instant lift, it's still kind of worth it. It's still great. And I'm also hoping that I get some long-term results around this, like, lower part of my eyes where my crow's feet would sit when I smile. I've just noticed that because of my Botox and maybe also because of aging, it's hard to know, you know, chicken or Mm. egg, but... Because I've got more freezing through the top part of my face, I feel I'm a little bit – I pull a few more ex- yeah, expressions that are causing me lines in other areas and you can't do anything about crow's feet really with Botox. Like they're always going to happen. You can do a little bit but like mm. – But do you know what? It's sort of that hollowness under the eye-ish that causes the crow's feet. So if you're pushing your cheek up – and this is what I got told about sculpture too. If you're pushing your cheek up, it's going to cause a little bit more fullness under the eye and then obviously – the skin might still wrinkle but if the area is fuller and a bit more Mm. taut it doesn't look quite so empty and floppy yes so anyway that's my beauty fave this week gonna press on with it see how it goes and whilst we're talking about devices my life is so expensive when it comes to devices at the moment because i'm using my spectralite my new face and my laser every week (laughs) wow that's amazing it's like a fifteen hundred dollar skincare routine 
But anyway, my laser results are absolutely phenomenal and I messaged my friend who started at the same time as me and she was like truly shocked by how good the results are. I would say that my armpit hair a couple of weeks ago was maybe like 90% reduced. I would say it's now 95% reduced. Like I'm just getting weekly benefits and it's so good. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave this week? My non-beauty fave this week is Never Have I Ever. I've been watching it too. That was going to be mine. No way. Yes. How funny is the mum? Yeah. She's also literally one of the most beautiful things. Every time the mum is on the screen, Mm -hmm. I just stare at her. And the sister. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's not her sister. It's her cousin. Oh, sorry. 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 Yes, you're right. But yes. Anyway, it's about um, an American Indian teenager who... It's by Mindy Kaling, and I feel like you can tell it's by Mindy Kaling. Yes. And I would classify the show as kind of like Riverdale vibes in that it's it's better than Riverdale, but it's that category of show that you could watch at 13, but you can happily watch at 30, 40, 50. And sometimes yeah. it's a bit like awkward, cr- like cringe teen stuff, but then you also yeah. feel a bit nostalgic about it. Yeah. The best part about it is that she plays like a 16-year-old, and I think the main actress is 19 in real life, but the – one of the, you know, love interests in it is actually 30 in real life but playing, like, 16, 17. And thank God because I kept being like, that is, he is my type on paper. I best look up how old he is. And he's <laughs> older than me rather than younger, which never happens in a teen drama. He is that the main guy, the main hottie, the yeah. half Japanese, half yes, whatever he plays he is. Paxton Hall Yoshida. Yoshida, that's right. His real name in real life is Darren Barnett, which like couldn't be more American and almost put me off him. But I hate him as a Darren Barnett. <laughs> so do I. But as a Paxton Hall Yoshida, mm-mm. he's a snack. But yeah, show overall, because I'm going to talk about this because it's my non-beauty favorite this yes. week. It's very funny. And it's basically follows the story of three girls and the fact that they're kind of losers at school and they're, like, doing the best that they can to try and be, like, a little bit cooler. But they're also, like, a little bit nerdy in, like, a fun social justice way. And I don't really know what else to say. It just screams cringy high school, but in a way where, like, you totally love it. Mm-hmm. And it does I, – I mean, I love Mindy Kaling. Same. And you can just love. tell that she's – been in it like she's such a good comedy writer but she also is so good at talking about like being the only Indian kid in your class and all that stuff which is so good so good yes and also for everyone who's messaged us saying that they absolutely loved Why Women Kill on our recommendation great news that it will be launching in Australia season two I think on the 11th of August so maybe next this week by the time you're listening to this which is great it launched in the US a couple of weeks ago and that's why I was really excited because I was like, I backed it up right away. Like, oh, yeah. Back-to-back no. seasons. Yeah. But no, it, it took a while to reach Australian shores. Of course it did. Of course it did. We got stuck on the boat somewhere. Just took it to my veins. What is your snack this week? I've got two snacks this week. Of course. One is, well, God, I almost discovered like 100 snacks last night, <laughs> my delicious thing, but I might save them for next week. Yep. Also, potential snack news, my mum just rang my doorbell and at the front door, there was caramel ice creams. Oh, yeah. Jade Tunchi. Yeah. Well, I know they existed, but I've been keeping my eyes on every supermarket that I've been in for the last two weeks yeah, and I haven't found find any, them. but she did find some. Jade so. Tunchi says they are, or she rated them like an 8.5 out of 10, but apparently because the chocolate is the superior part of the ice cream, the inside may be slightly flavorless. I feel that about Magnums in yes. general. 
But I at least find that the Cadbury brand ice cream is actually superior to Magnum ice cream now, which it used to be the other way around. But Magnums are kind of shitty and icy in the middle these days. So I'm actually going for a Cadbury ice cream over a Magnum these days. But yes, very excited to try. Anyway, enough about that because it's not my actual fave. My snack of the week. One, a shout out to the Old El Paso soft tacos that are gluten-free. Yes. You can buy them in the kits and you can buy them on their own. This week, I made a delicious pantry staple quesadilla out of that refried beans from a can, other beans from a can, Mm -hmm. cheese, like one token vegetable, and then we fried them, and they were so delicious. And those soft tacos for gluten-free, they're great. They're quite pliable. Like, they're very much edible, and I'm trying to make myself like corn tacos more because they're naturally gluten-free, but I don't always want a corn taco taste. Yeah, okay. so they really have pulled through for me. And then obviously once you make that for dinner, for like the next few days, you've got little wraps that you can make with whatever's left. Refried brains, I fucking love them. (laughs) Also, they fill you up so much. They're such a source of protein because we had refried beans with beans, with cheese, with sour cream, and it was basically- And you were dead. All of the protein. (laughs) Yeah. Slightly gassy, but very full and very sustained. And then my sweet snack is Macca's Sunday chocolate. Oh, okay. Because I haven't been buying chocolate to have in the house, that all went away this weekend. I can do whatever the fuck I want this weekend. It's been like when I need a dessert kind of thing. And obviously because I live in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing else, Macca's Sundays are a good option. But Macca's Sundays have been my preference lately. Mm. Like I haven't been opting for a stick ice cream or anything like that. I want the Macca Sunday. I want the cold, it's melty, soft serve with, with the, the hot, hot sauce. Fudge. Yeah. Yum. I haven't had a Sunday in a million years. I got turned off by the ice cream. I mm. know all of the stories that people oh, say yeah. about the ice cream. I don't know if it's true or not, but like that it's turns like me off a probably little bit. Probably pig fat, but it's like I yeah. also eat pig fat in other forms, so may as well eat it in ice cream, you know? I mean, that's kind of a good way to think about it. Yeah. It was extra good because I've been saying that I want them all the time and, like, occasionally going and getting them. The day before yesterday, Brenton came home from basketball and he just had a Sunday. And he came Uh up and he had a spoon. And I'm like, why are you giving me a spoon? Did you find it in your car? And he goes, no, I've got Sundays just setting up in the freezer downstairs. I'll be up in a minute. And I was like, yes, in bed, surprise Sunday before you go to bed, possibly the worst time to consume a chocolate Sunday. This is why you're marrying him. The best. Yes, it is. What what's a sweet your, boy. What's your snacks? My snack this week is the Haribo gummy bears. I Ooh. discovered that they're gluten-free after buying gluten-free gummy bears from that like specifically said that they were gluten-free. <sighs> Which I'm sure were not good. They were awful and like not spongy enough mm-hmm. and like just like a weird pascali gummy texture. Yeah. No likey. And then I was complaining about them at work and my resident celiac was like, dude, you know that you can just eat Haribo gummy bears? They're gluten-free. And I was like. <laughs> so are the Haribo ones potentially like a gelatin gummy bear? Because I assume that a lot of the time lollies aren't gluten-free because they use the glucose syrupy yes. situation, which has got wheat in it and whatnot. Yes. I'm assuming you're going for a, a yet again a pig fat alternative or a horse hoof alternative. That is correct, and it good. says that it is a it's a it's a pig um, yeah. on the packet. Okay, good. <laughs> this is an awful snack. Why situation have we got so now. many sweet piggy snacks? <laughs> now I feel sad. It's fine. Well, that my snack this week. I ate a whole bag in <laughs> in I want to say in a day, but I didn't because I paced myself and I had it over two days. But I had to like actually push it away from myself and put it in a cupboard because I couldn't stop eating them. They're so addictive. 
Do you know yeah. what Brenton's ordered in bulk from Amazon? The hamburgers, trolley oh, yeah. burgers. And I said to him, like, I think you've single-handedly destroyed the world with those because they're individually wrapped <laughs> in a little plastic case, then with in a plastic wrapper. Plastic cup. And then yeah. all of those things are individually wrapped in plastic packets. And he bought multiples of those. And I was like, wow. It's awful. I'm not a real lolly person, but he was like, do you want one? I was like, okay. And... They're really fun. I do like that you can eat them via layers, but I can't pop out because the bottom burger is a layer on its own and then you've got like meat and cheese or something as one layer and then yeah. the top layer is hamburger bun and lettuce or lettuce, something. I'm like, yeah. no, I want to separate the hamburger bun from Everything. the lettuce. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, have it you not had these stocky. as a kid? How do you not know? Like, how do you not know that those ones don't separate? And I was like, so sue me. Didn't really eat them as a kid, and looking at them, I would expect that all five layers separate. You know what else is legendary? The pizza ones. I want to eat every individual slice of pizza like I would eat a pizza holding the crust and eating from the point down. And, like, peeling off the little pepperonis or whatever (laughs) on there. Yeah. Yes. All right, we should call it there. If you are going to be listening into our product trial episode on Wednesday this week, we are going to be talking about the NARS Radiant Cream Color Corrector, which we have been trialing. Very excited. Yes. And thank you to everyone who left us a review this week. You have not only inflated Lisa's head, it is now two sizes too big for her body, but it was really nice to hear from some new listeners who we haven't heard from before. You don't really slide into our DMs that often, so we didn't recognize your names, and we love you too. Yes. It literally picked me up from my, like, wallowing, sad, self-pitying thing yesterday. Also, the fact that I influenced someone to do the 100K challenge, the running oh, challenge. We got an email. Oh, my God. We also got an email. It was so uh, – guys, we had a lot of really lovely contact from our listeners, and I can't tell you how nice it is. And if you're listening and you haven't done that, if you've got, like, a spare minute, please do, because actually we don't know who we're talking to. Literally, you're faceless nobodies. We don't know. And hearing from people makes me feel like, oh, my God, it's so worth it. Like, there's people that actually listen to us that are like me. I know, and you all say that you're, like, laughing along to us in your cars, but, like, we can't hear the laughter, so you have to tell us actively. Otherwise, we think that we're losers. Yeah, which we absolutely are. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Let us know that you love us, if you do, via social media or email or the Apple Podcast reviews, please. Yes. Bye. Have a wonderful week. Bye, guys.